Bar podcast. I'm Josie and this is Bar. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Claire and this is Vix. <laughs> hey. <laughs> you can go by Bar from now on. I'm Bar. I'm Bar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Josie. Uh, I'm Claire and this is Vix and we talk about Daredevil. Uh, we are reading all the issues of Daredevil in chronological order for approximately all the years till the end of time itself. 111 billion years. 111 until the Time Variance Authority tracks us down. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. <laughs> um, and uh, because we are a bar, we obviously have drinks in the bar, and I thought that uh, I would really shock you this week. Oh, my dear friend, by telling you that I am currently drinking Pepsi Max Cherry, <laughs> maximum taste, no sugar. <laughs> wow. But I'm not drinking um, out of my Daredevil Toon Tumbler. I'm drinking out of my Universal Studios Florida ET, um, uh, ET uh, Experience, ET Anniversary Cup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I what love are you it. drinking? Um, I've got two drinks on the go actually. Ooh. Um, Ooh, I have got, I know, I have got a peppermint tea, mm. and I have got my uh, raspberry infused sparkling water. Your dash. My dash. Yes, yeah, I want to what... try said dash. It sounds very nice. It sounds positively dashing. A sparkling water infused with wonky raspberries, <laughs> zero <laughs> calories. <laughs> The wonkiness is what gives it the taste. <laughs> it's, it's true. Okay, this week we are covering Daredevil issue number 31, which is called The Exterminator and the Superpowered Unholy Three. Um, <laughs> this came out April the 1st, 1968. April Fools! <laughs> uh, and it is described as thus on Marvel Unlimited. The Unholy Three have been released from prison and they've had plenty of time to invent new evils. When a renewed crime spree hits the streets, Daredevil springs into action. Foggy worries about his reputation as a district attorney candidate when it comes to dating ex-con Debbie. But Foggy may not have to worry, especially if Debbie is eliminated. <gasps> I mean, really, they should have said, especially if Debbie is exterminated, seeing as it's the exterminator. I'm just saying, you missed yeah. out on a trick there. They really did. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this uh, episode, uh, this issue this week uh, is just Vix and I, I'm afraid. Oh, wah, wah. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> just us. Just us. Uh, just us squirrel friends. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this is a Stan the Man and Gene the Dean colon star-studded super thriller. Uh, it was extravagantly embellished by George Tusker. Oh, first time we hello. George Tusker, I know. Hello. <laughs> extravagantly embellished by George Tusker. Luminescently lettered by Artie Simek. Okay. okay. And mm -hmm. agonisingly applauded by Irvin Forbush. Woo woo. Yeah, like a like a little mention of so let us get into this issue. And as I say, that, can I just say like hmm? everyone looks super creepy. Like everyone's eyes on the front cover, on really. The front cover, yeah, they do a bit. This is a really just with their glowing was, eyes. Yeah. They just look a bit deranged and a bit. A bit fruity. Do they look as deranged like as Karen it. did that panel a couple of weeks ago where she was about to murder Matt or Foggy? I don't know. I think it was Foggy. <laughs> <laughs> With her weird oh, hand. Oh, Karen. <laughs> With her claw. Claw hand. So, so this is what's already insane about this issue, okay? Apparently, this is like the same day the, or the day after Doctor Doom yelled at Debbie in the street in Matt's body. So Matt hasn't even had a rest. Like, he's just swapped back bodies. You know, he's had that whole adventure with the Fantastic... He's fought the Fantastic Four. And he hasn't even had, like, a little rest. And the next day, the next morning, I'm guessing, 
um, he's swinging around and he's thinking about the three, um, unho- the unholy three who have recently escaped. Frogman has not escaped because he's, I guess, rubbish. Um, and also he says, ever since the organisers' three animalistic allies broke out of jail, there's been a dangerous new crime wave throughout the city. Like, so when did they break out? Because like a day ago, you were worried. Like, uh, like this, ho- like he's had a week. Because bear in mind, like when he was fighting the trapster, that led directly into Doctor Doom, and this mm. is like straight after that. Like, like have a have a break, Matt. Have a Kit Kat. He hasn't even had to, had time to dry clean his outfit. No, exactly. It's got to be it's got to be Ooh, proper honking in there. Be a bit ripe, yeah. It's got mm. that Doom sweat in it. Oh God, I just. Do you know what? I I just got a, a memory, a, a waft of, of the Excel Centre on MCM oh. Oh, on MCM yeah. weekend. Yeah, if anyone's been to like Comic Con in the UK, like mm, <laughs> that's you, know, you want to smell some ripe humans, some ripe, some like and imagine that's just that's just nerds walking around in skin tight lycra, and we've done that, that's... and you do get a bit ripe. Imagine you Daredevil swinging bit. through the city. He's gonna. Mm, <laughs> Yeah. And boy smell. <laughs> exactly. So uh, he sees, so to speak, Catman, Ape Man, and Birdman are stealing a safe. Uh, were you happy to see our three little friends again? Not really. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I think Birdman's had a, like, I don't know what's going on with his he's, he's He's had a bit of a, a glow up, but not necessarily in a good way. No. And um, I don't like his claw feet. They freak me out. It's his his wings are very raggedy now. I don't really know how he can fly. Like every, every in fact, all three of them, all three of them are super creepy, and I don't like them. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Very, yeah, I don't like them. So um, they have a big fight. There is an amazing panel in this in this bit, which is where Daredevil swishes in on his cable, and somehow kicks all three of them in the face at once, even though they're all yeah, in different I, places. I don't know how he did it, but I'm very impressed. Well, he's got two legs and a dick, I suppose. <gasps> Maybe Ooh. that's how he did it. <laughs> Maybe. It's like, it's like uh, punch two of them with his feet and then dick punch! Yeah, yeah. Mm, I, I think I, I think so. I think we're on to something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I really like this panel, though. It is great. It's yeah, it's it's a really uh, there's a lot of nicely drawn fighting in this, I think. Um, mm. So then Daredevil realizes that they're still wearing their individual earphone receivers, and that must mean that someone is radioing instructions to them. I would have been like, they're obviously following instructions because these are not the three brightest people, you know? Yeah, they're not they're not smart. They're not that smart, and they've got enormous like receivers on. I think one of them's got it on his front. Yeah, yeah. And but obviously Daredevil can't see back. that. He can just hear it. True. Yeah. Yeah. Ape Man, Ape Man is... Ape Man really creeps me out. The idea that that is like a an ape costume, I don't like. Because I just imagine the little human eyes peeking out of the ape. Like the gorilla mask. I just... I don't like it. This um, fight, like, Ape Man, I think, punches Birdman maybe out of existence at one point because Daredevil ducks. I think this is a really kinetic fight, the way it's drawn. Uh, Daredevil Good also use punches. Of the word kinetic. Oh, thank you. Daredevil punches. <laughs> Daredevil kinetically punches Ape Man in the tit, which is a delight. And Ape Man screams. He's like, my tit! Well, it's great. My boob! <laughs> um, yeah, I really, really like this fight. There's a weird moment in it, though, that I don't know if you picked up on, which is where, like, Daredevil tells Catman that his pet parakeet could take you guys with one wing. And then Catman says, then you should have sent her in your place. And then Daredevil says, I can't. She's a he. Uh, Yeah. I was like, do you actually think you have a pet parakeet, Matt? I mean... Is this something well, Mike has? He's invented Mike having a pet parakeet, oh, and he's got God. this parakeet's got a name and a backstory and everything. Oh, oh God, I haven't missed Mike. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, well, he'll be back. Oh God. I can okay. hear Emma cheering from here. <laughs> <laughs> 
I uh, I like that as he's Daredevil's being thrown into a plate glass window, he has time to think. Heads up, DD, you're sailing into a plate glass window. Have to thrust out my arms to cushion the impact. Yeah, and and sever all the arteries in my wrists as I yeah. go through said plate glass window. And then he says, "Lucky thing, I spent years practicing and perfecting protective falls." <laughs> Um, we get a... wearing his probes in the gym. Oh, seriously, that's how he practices them. Yeah. So the trio say they've had enough of this. They leave the safe behind, and as they're leaving, um, they mention the exterminator. We get a nice butt shot of Eight Man and Catman as well. Catman hasn't got his magnificent moustache anymore that he had. I know. Which is kind of sad. Yeah, he's not. He's not looking so. So jellical cat anymore. Mm. It makes me sad. I I enjoyed his um, amazing facial furniture. Yeah. Daredevil says to himself that with a name like Exterminator, he's a flower child. He is not. No shit. <laughs> so he's like, right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna deal with him, and then he calls Foggy Pudgy. Says my pudgy partner. It's been like two weeks since I read this issue, right? Mm-hmm. And I've written in my notes, no, Fanny, I won't leave you. <laughs> Do you know why? Uh, th- there must, there must, someone must have said something. In, like I won't leave you. Like in the issue about like I'm not going to leave you or during the fight, probably mm-hmm. Matt just. just spitting out one of his witty one-liners yeah his witticisms and i remember chuckling and then thinking that in my head i mean all roads um, in your brain lead to robin hood prince of thieves it's true it's true yeah um but i remember chuckling to myself and thinking oh claire will appreciate that no fanny i won't leave you i won't Ooh, if it's a wallopin you want, it's a wallopin you should have. Well, you've had eight children. Don't you talk to me about getting hurt, you big ox. <laughs> Something vexes me. <laughs> the best, the best Robin Hood movie. And one of the best it's, movies ever. <laughs> it is, in fact, the greatest movie ever made. Yes, I'll be in my grave just laughing about that film one day. Yes, yes, Oh, I love it. And I think I, I think my panel, I've got down panel of the week as well, and mm. it's like the panels with Matt saying you haven't heard the last. Oh of yeah, me that's yet. just. Ha- I'm, I'm a, looking at the issue now as well. He says you haven't yeah. heard the last of Daredevil. It's just such a pretty panel. Yeah, it is very pretty. This is um. Yeah, this is where it's kind of like a, it's a very thin and it's like a close up of him. It is a really nice mm. panel. Very it's simple. It's just really strong. Yeah, and really then in the next, the next panel, he's um, creeping behind a door, um, and uh, he decides to get an early night. Um, is he? To, it, doesn't it say something about a house? And I'm like, doesn't does he have a townhouse now? His private townhouse, it says. Yeah. Yeah. That that's not an apartment. Block. No. That's. that's I mean. Like, he doesn't really have an apartment. He has, like, three apartments in one, seeing as he has... I mean, we've seen but, the, the schematics of his apartment. It's insane. But when when did he get a townhouse? And how did he get a townhouse? He doesn't do any work. <laughs> it was he had money left over after paying for the cruise. Does he have a sugar daddy? Ooh. Maybe Reed Richards totally... is his new, new sugar daddy. I was going to say, because, yeah. you know, since it's, it's, this is like the townhouse thing has happened since the Fantastic Four storyline. <laughs> so, you know. Are you looking saying, forward to when uh, Matt meets Tony? I look forward to any comic that has Tony Stark in it. Who are you most <laughs> so, looking forward to Matt meeting? My boy, obviously, hmm. Clint, because... Yeah. It's, you know, Disaster Gremlin meeting Disaster Gremlin. Mm-hmm. Um, it's my, you know, a Hell's Kitchen it's bed style. It's egos as well. Yeah, the, the yeah. dumpster babies. Yeah, um, absolutely. But I think it's got to be Captain America. I can't wait for him to meet Steve. Yeah, okay. Well, that's, that's going to be pretty soon. It's going to be great. Yeah, okay. 
So uh, Matt also has a chandelier in his townhouse that looks like it has candles in it, which is very dangerous um, because you're going to drip wax all over yourself. And also, how are you lighting it? Exactly. Like I don't, I don't like. He definitely, he's definitely got some sort of like shady side hustle going on. <laughs> like there's um, no doubt about it. There's something going on, yeah. So he can, I mean, definitely yeah. can pay for it. I'm guessing it's meant to be like his inheritance from when, um, you know, from when Jack died. Like, you know, Jack put a bet on himself. You know, like that's kind of the more modern thing. You know, like they did. I mean, you you've seen like the Netflix show. Obviously, that's what they did in the mm. Netflix show where. Um, Jack put a bet and he got all the money to be transferred into Matt's name because he knew that he would get killed you know that kind of thing yeah but it's like all of a sudden like, like they made a massive thing about Matt having two apartments and yeah. they even did like a schematic yeah. like a sort of 3D floor plan that's why he's not done any uh, work because he's been moving but now, but now he has townhouse oh you know where the townhouse came from maybe when Doctor Doom was in Matt's body Doctor Doom bought it because he's got all the money Maybe Doctor Doom is his, his sugar daddy. Latvian dollars. Boom, chicka, wow, wow. <laughs> so, making it rain. In the next um, panel, uh, we see uh, Matt thinking um, as the sun rises. And he says, the sun shining through my window woke me up. And I was like, well, I hope you mean like the heat of it because you yeah. blind. <laughs> like it's not going to be the light. So I'm guessing they mean the heat of it. I'm, I'm guessing maybe it's just a little a little uh, faux pas in the writing. I think um, possibly, yes. Yeah. So he goes to the office and inside... After fat shaming. After fat after shaming, shaming Foggy. Foggy. Yeah, absolutely. Well, always. I mean, if you can fit in a fat shame, he's, he's going to. And inside <sighs> he hears Foggy uh, talking with Karen. And Foggy says that Daredevil had no right to push Debbie aside on the street yesterday. Which I remember us laughing. I mean, this was a couple of weeks ago. We laughed a lot about that. <laughs> that he just didn't have yeah. no time for for Debbie's he was... worries. <laughs> like, oh, I've had enough of this. So yeah. I was like, get out of here. Uh, get and then there's a little here. note that says, obviously, it was really Doctor Doom. Um, and Foggy is livid because he really hopes ah. he'll be elected DA because he'll find a way to put uh, Mike Murdoch, aka Daredevil, in his place. It's just yeah, I am. Um, I, I love I love um, uh, rage and indignant Foggy. It's like yeah. yeah, Foggy. Yeah, he deserves to get angry more often. Yeah, yeah. And Matt comes in. Matt's looking pretty sharp in this issue, by the way, in his suit. He's wearing he, a blue yeah, suit and an orange look... tie, and his hair's all nice. His sunglasses mm. look a little bit wonky, but I'm like, oh, you're looking quite good, Matt. Mm. Looking pretty, you know. You're looking pretty sharp. Um, and he comes in and says, you know, I, you know, he heard him, and um, then he goes to like hang his cane up, and then he like immediately takes it down again. It looks like I was like, what, what are you doing, Matt? Um, oh, and then he he tells Foggy that Daredevil isn't Foggy's big problem. Debbie Harris is. And uh, every, every time they say Debbie, I keep thinking um, that he's saying um, Debbie Harry. Debbie Harry. Oh, I wish I wish Foggy was dating Debbie Harry. I'd <laughs> be amazing, wouldn't it? Uh, well, they do say Deborah, but I say Debbie because we're pals, me and Debbie. Gal <laughs> <laughs> uh, pals. So Matt's like, yeah, I know you've been dating her in secret because you're afraid the public won't vote for you if you, they know you're in love with a female ex-convict. Uh, but you underestimate the average American. They're more understanding than you suspect. So he basically convinced Foggy to make it public. And you think, oh, that's really nice of Matt. Oh, and then uh, mm. and then really it's because he wants to go on a double date. So Foggy and Deborah and Matt and Karen. And he's like, hey, so I can get time alone with Karen. It's like, oh, so this was not altruistic of you, Matt. This was you being a dick. Uh, uh, this, uh, th- you know, th- this these particular panels, it all escalates very quickly. It really does. Yeah. So it go it goes from like foggy talking about being the da yeah to going on a double date to swinging <laughs> yes yeah so y- yes it does I mean, first of all let's pause for one moment say how cute karen looks in her red ensemble in her daredevil cosplay 
Her little red stripy top and her red skirt. She looks very nice. And her hair, her hair looks really good but as yeah, well. It, all of a sudden, Foggy, Foggy is like, I knew we'd make us. So they're going on a double date. So there's going to be Foggy, Matt, Karen, and Debbie. Um, and then he says, Foggy says, I knew we'd make a swinger out of Matt sooner or later. Excuse me. I was like, I was when I was reading this panel, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Foggy. Awesome. You're into, you're into some kinky shit. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. You get, you get, you get yours, Foggy. It's about time. Have you noticed as well that they're drawing in this issue? They've drawn Foggy a lot more rotund. Yeah, I didn't like that. Well, yeah, it's kind of because yeah, he's because before he's you know he's just been like they they quite yeah I don't like it either. Like before he was he it looked like. Um, he kind of had that sort of strong man look to him. Yeah. That sort of like he's, you know, he might play rugby at the weekends. Yeah. But now thing. it's like um, he's got a double chin and, you know, all this kind mm, of thing. They're making more of a, a thing of it. Um, you know. So, yeah. So they're going <laughs> to, they're all going to go on a foursome, apparently. And in the next panel, we meet our new villain. <laughs> Gay Ultron, as I call him, because... Who is just <laughs> fabulous. The extermin- uh, exterminator. Like, when I saw him, I was like... <gasps> I <laughs> thought you would like this guy. So, like, so I, yeah, he's, he, he looks like Ultron if Ultron was going to Pride. <laughs> he, look, no, he looks like Ultron if Ultron was an ice skater. <laughs> <laughs> Because um, he's, he's he just is. pink and white all over, and oh. just the angles he stands at as well. He's always like kind of like I don't know, kind of looking over his shoulder, or he's like Google Earth, always watching. Yeah, yeah, he knows. He's like, oh yeah, he is. he's always posing. He's just... great. I haven't had such a, like an visceral reaction to a villain in the Daredevil comics since we met the Plunderer. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie, I completely forgot about this guy. I was like, I'm going to terminate you, who's that? I was like, oh yeah, it's like pink and white Ultron. I love him. So he's the new boss, like, I mean, yeah. (laughs) So he's just as kind of dismissive of his goons as every other Daredevil villain is, you know. Uh, And this is where we can see that Catman no longer has his beautiful moustache, which is very sad. Um, and he mm. has built a T-ray. Uh, his awesome Look. T-ray is ready to be tested. And it's like a T-ray. What is a T-ray? And then he uh, he decides that they're going to go to the time chamber, which looks like they're in the Eden Project in Cornwall. Because <laughs> it's these domes. Yeah. So I was like, maybe it's his greenhouse. I don't know. And he says he's not seeking time travel the goal of the T-Ray is time displacement, which I still don't understand. Really. They, they, they do try to, they, they kind of, it's, it's like he, so I kind of tried to picture it as, so you know the episode of Doctor Who, the Doctor's Wife, where the TARDIS gets her own mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. They're in a bubble outside time and space, mm-hmm. aren't they? Mm-hmm. So they're not actually within like time and space. That's why it's all like, uh, like the TARDIS is human and all that sort of thing. Yeah. So I kind of likened it to that. I'm like, okay, so maybe this ray kind of puts them in this little bubble that isn't in any timeline. It's just kind of like attached. They're in the void. They're they're kind of like attached on the outs, like in a little bubble on the outside okay. of our timeline. And then they just put back that... in after a certain amount of time. Yeah, that's how I... Because he hasn't sent them to an alternate reality or an alternate dimension. They're just sort of... I think what I didn't get was after Ape Man returns after half an hour, he says, I've already done this. As if he'd been to the future already. So I was very confused by this. Almost like... It's like a... It's a deja vu bubble. Oh, okay. That's how I kind of... (laughs) <laughs> just you know, just hanging about the place. Um, just hanging around. That's how that's how I kind of look. Because from, from what I could understand from how they tried to explain it was that he's not gone to another reality or another dimension. Mm. He's 
like still within our dimension but just on the outside of it kind of like looking in we were just we will yeah we will discuss about daredevil's amazing ability to detect people who've been time displaced oh yeah because apparently he has um ultimate dimension radar sense now (laughs) exactly who, who the fuck knew? So Ape Man gets shot by the T-Ray and he's not happy. And he gets pulverised and he disappears. And um, Birdman and uh, Catman are obviously annoyed because they're like, oh, he's going to shoot us next. Oh. Also, Birdman has the tiniest pants and he's wearing a little crop top. Oh, no. And then because he's got like that little radio thing around his chest, it kind of looks like a like a Walkman. He looks very like eighties, and it's I, he I does love look it. quite eighties. Yeah, I'm I'm liking this look. It's great. Also, even, I like even. that um that the exterminator has like purposely enhanced his pecs on his costume. Yes, because he's fabulous. Yeah, he he really is fabulous. Uh, and this is where he says, "Uh, you still do not comprehend what you have seen. Can't you realize he no longer exists in the same time as we do?" But within a half hour, he will return. And so they sit there twiddling their thumbs for 30 minutes. And then the ray starts to get brighter. And then Ape Man appears again. Um, and he's very confused. Uh, so he says, this is only the beginning. I may want to examine you. You would think he would examine him before he's like, right, let's go. Here's let's my go little, and use it on everyone. Yeah, here's my portable <laughs> rays, you know. He says, uh, you didn't go anywhere. I merely displaced the time dimension for you. Which is like, okay. Uh, so he's got portable handheld models that he gives his goons. And they all head out to uh, to basically go and use the ray on Debbie because they, uh, well, actually, they don't know that yet. Um, but he, he will later decide to use the ray on Debbie because he wants her as a hostage because she is dating someone who may be the DA in the future. But meanwhile, we go to a swinging club in the 1920s, maybe? Because everyone's I, it's, like, like, it's very dressed strange. up, like in tuxedos. Mm. But I think I think there was, there was still quite a lot of that in the 60s. There was I quite guess. that, because obviously... It was quite a big thing in sort of the forties and the fifties, wasn't it? To you know, you dressed up to go out yeah. for like dinner, for dinner and, and like cocktails now. and things. Yeah, yeah. they just rock up in. It's like people know. used to dress up to go to Disneyland, like in their finest clothes. I really miss that. They do Dapper Day at Disney, um, which, mm. which our previous guest Brad and Tammy could tell you about. But I think that's great. I would love for people to wear like their finest clothes to go out to you know, Thought Park, instead of just, you know, rocking up in whatever. Just, like, it would mm. be delightful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, they're on their date. Karen is wearing a red dress. Because she's, she's in her Daredevil her, cosplay. It's her fancy Daredevil cosplay. <laughs> yes, it is, of course. Um, and then Matt and Karen decide to go dancing, even though they say they're not the greatest dancers, which is very sweet. Um, but then Matt, she's like, oh, don't worry, you know, I'll, I'll teach you if you can't dance. And then Matt's like, well, I better, like, trip over, otherwise that, people uh, won't believe I'm blind. God. And he's, like, falling all over the place. He's like, whoa, oh, oh, oh excuse me. Whoa, whoa. It's like, people are just going to think you're drunk, Matt. <laughs> Not blinds. Yeah, exactly. He's like, like he's he's hitting doing? his feet together. It's like, what? So now you don't know where your feet are? Like, I don't understand what is... this. And there's yeah, this woman was... nearby watching, and she's like, I think that poor fellow is blind. And yeah, it should be like, I think that poor fellow is drunk. Yeah, I think so. Maybe someone's just sitting down and getting a glass of water. Yeah. And then Matt creepily sniffs Karen's hair and Karen wishes to herself, oh, Matt, darling, if only some miracle could restore your sight. Oh, just Karen and her ableist bullshit. Mm. Again. But yeah, the whole, the hair, the hair sniffing thing was like, oh. Mmm, Timothée. (laughs) And then they have a little slow dance. The slow dance is quite cute. But of course it's, you know, they're thinking about how much they love each other and they'll never say it and Karen's thinking to herself oh Matt why can't you feel about me as I feel about you and why can't you be sighted 
because yeah. then I'd love you even more. Yeah, because you'd be the I'm perfect hot... man. Mm, yeah. Uh, so meanwhile, this goon guy we never really find out about spots Debbie dancing with Foggy, and is like, "Oh, I'm going to tell the exterminator." And so I was like, so "Yeah, I'm like, like working for the exterminator as well." I don't. Who yeah. is this guy? I don't know. He's just sort of like there. And this guy's a piece of shit because he says, "I'm sure." He says they're here with Nelson's blind partner and his seeing eye secretary. Why does everyone hate endless. disabled people so much? Yeah, they really do. In this, this universe, it's just ugh. yeah, exactly. It it sucks. So um, he he tells the exterminator. The exterminator's like, okay. Oh, his gloves. His gloves are so fabulous. The exterminator. Oh, <laughs> Uh, and he's like, right, we'll be there in 10 minutes. And uh, they basically say um, that the Unholy Three will have a chance for revenge on the girl who helped Daredevil to send you to prison, which was Debbie. And uh, while the Exterminator will have a hostage with which to threaten Nelson in case he should be elected district attorney. I was and like, no, leave Debbie alone. Leave Just let Debbie Pocky alone. Be happy. Uh, Just let Pocky have some <laughs> happiness. Like, seriously. Um, and they're like, oh, so you're going to make her disappear for half an hour? And then Exterminate says, you fool, I can keep her within displaced time for as long as I wish. All I need to do is adjust the dial on our infallible weapons. But everyone will think that she's disintegrated. And they're all sitting in this tiny car, and it's just so funny to, to me to see oh, this, this, this fabulous... Like car. <laughs> yeah, this like fabulous pink and white Ultron-looking guy. In a car with like this big gorilla sitting, you know, behind him, and a guy dressed as a cat. It's so funny, it's honestly. Uh, so we get another weird moment because like the whole thing of like you know Matt is constantly like, oh, I better not do this because people will think I can sue, or I better not dance without falling over my feet, you know. And in this <clears> scene <throat> in the club, he says, "Where are Foggy and Deb?" to Karen. Which I think is a reasonable question because there's probably a lot of noise in that place and he might not be aware yeah. they are. And she says, on the dance floor, Matt, but how did you know they weren't here? And he's like, oh, you almost gave yourself away, Matt. I'm like, not really. Not not really. They're at, like they're in a club. It, there's like somewhere unfamiliar. It seems yeah. perfectly normal to... Because, to, you know, they might have decided to get up and dance as well. Yeah, exactly. You know, they might not be at the table still. Very, very strange. Mm -hmm. um, so we get a mention that even though the Unholy Three um, hold each hold a ray gun, only the Exterminator possesses the Master Control. Without the Exterminator, your weapons would be useless. Ah. Chekhov's T-Ray. <laughs> uh, so they all get out the car at the club. Exterminator decides to uh, wait in the car for some reason. He's like, go on, you guys sort it out. Uh, yeah. Birdman flies up to the club. It's called the Palm Club, and uh, uses the T-ray on the doorman, who stares up at Birdman and says, "A man in the air w with wings." <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Like, dude, you live in New York. It's full of exactly. Have you ever seen the vulture flying around like ever? <laughs> like, there's people flying everywhere. Like, it's cra they should have air traffic control in New York. At this point. <laughs> it's insane. Superhero air traffic control. Yeah, so he time displaces the doorman. They, and then Catman's shooting someone else. They run into the club. We see a close-up of Catman's giant cat dinosaur feet. Like they're Ugh. they're not cat feet. Ooh. They look like dinosaur feet. It's weird. I hate it. It's so creepy. <laughs> uh, they run in. Uh, Birdman flies over the audience. And then we get this panel of Debbie like looking in the air and screaming because the Birdman's coming towards her. It's a, re it's a really like, I mean, Foggy looks goofy in it, but like Debbie looks terrified. There's so much going on in this panel because it's like the whole room, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Oh, no, this um, is the one where she's looking up and screaming. The one oh, in the okay. panel is where it's, I mean, this panel is amazing where Birdman is flying this, over and shooting her, and it is the whole room. There is so much going on. So much, but Matt's face in that panel <laughs> yeah. is like, "What? What, Matt? Are you okay? Are you okay, huh? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't really know what's happening. I think he looks like he's falling backwards out of his chair. It's yeah. There's it, I, 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 it, I spent like five minutes looking at this panel because yeah. there was just 
so much happening. Yeah, it, it, I really this... like this panel. It's it, there's just so much craziness going on, but I really like the. I, I really like the way it's laid out because your eye mm. kind of does follow it around like uh, like clockwise from like the top. Yeah. And they sort of mimic that 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 way you you view it on um, Marvel Unlimited as well. But even looking at the panel mm. by itself, you kind of follow around the shape of Birdman's wing and it leads back down to the bottom yeah. right hand corner and then you kind of follow back up and with Debbie being shot. So it's really it's really well done. I really like it. I I'm. I'm on the Debbie uh, protection squad. Yeah, she's also awesome. like I, I love her. Yeah, she's great. I love her as well. Yeah, she is great. So she's been shot and she fades away while Foggy reaches for her, and she like, vanishes. No! And then Foggy looks absolutely deranged. His face looks like an ice cream starting to melt. Uh, to be fair, like if my girlfriend had just been vaporized, if you're Debbie, me, I think I. Like, I would go absolutely feral as well. You've got a very creepy Karen eye in the middle of this panel, just peeking through the gap. It's like, oh, surprise. I didn't notice it at first because her hair is, is yellow and the background's yellow. But then you look and you're like, oh, it's like, it's like those it's photos just... where someone's hiding behind like a couch. Yeah. And you just see an eye. You're like, oh, my God. It's like, yeah. It's great. Uh, Foggy demands that Matt gets uh, Mike. Um to to uh, catch that rotten killer because he believes Debbie's murdered, and then mm. I posted this panel on our Facebook group because Matt has developed a new power because he says <laughs> or he thinks to himself she's not dead I can't tell anyone but I can sense her although her image is blurred almost as though she's in another dimension I was like excuse me Matt since when can you like sense people but in then... other dimensions. <laughs> I, I'm I'm gonna play devil's advocate here because like advocate. I did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I did get a bit like shouty when I was reading that. Like I was like, so what? You have ultimate dimension radar sense now. <laughs> In his defence, yeah, he hasn't been around. In his defence, yeah. You you're just like on you're on it today. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, in his DD defence, um, <laughs> he hasn't actually been faced with some kind of contraption like this before. Yeah. So he he may, like, his radar sense that he has, mm. it, he may have always been able to sense that someone is in the room but not. But he just has Yeah, he hasn't had the opportunity. Yeah. Oh, excuse me, I just choked on my own phlegm. Ooh. Um, charming. Um, but yeah, he hasn't, like, it hasn't happened around him yet, so, like, he didn't know until now mm. that he could do that. But yeah, I was a bit sort of like, oh, for God's sake, so what? So now he can... <laughs> but it's like, I think Daniel on our Facebook group said, yeah, it's like the fact that he can, um, like, sense evil, like he can smell evil. Do you remember with the owl? It's Ooh. always the hair. It's always like the hair lacquer, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that evil hair lacquer. Is <laughs> oh, so, hair lacquer or hair oil or whatever I it is? I think it was oil, if I remember like right. Hair oil, yeah. I like this dude in the green coat and the bow tie, who yells, "Man, I heard of high flying cats, but he was Ensville." <laughs> <laughs> They've just like stepped into like a 1930s speakeasy. Seriously. <laughs> so they get in the car with the exterminator, um, and and he's like, oh, you know, you did it, good. I've just been sitting here listening to a bit of Heart FM. Just been listening to you know, catching up on my true pro- crime podcasts. Yeah, exactly. I've been singing along with Toto's Africa, the greatest song from the 80s. <laughs> Even and, though we're in the sixties. Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, he's he, I mean, he's got a time displacement ray. He can listen to all the tunes from the future. But it's not. He's like Marty not... McFly. He's like, I know you. You are. He plays them Toto, and he's like, you guys aren't ready for that, huh? But your kids will love it. <laughs> but it's it's not it's not a time traveling device. I know. I, I don't understand it fully. <laughs> We'll just, it will do we'll whatever let... I want it to do, just like it will okay. do whatever the writers want it to do. Righto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they drive away, and then 
Uh, the exterminator says, Daredevil himself will be eliminated forever. <gasps> and then we get a little next-ish panel of Daredevil being shot by the Ray. Look, It looks like he's wearing a mini skirt. It's very strange. It's, yeah. The way they've drawn the... Um, the like where the, like the Ray... The um, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he looks like he's wearing a little tiny mini skirt. It's like, it's great. A squat. A Is squat. that what they call it? I don't know, do they? That, a squat. It's like a squat's one of those, um, at the front it kind of looks like a tennis skirt, but at the back like it's shorts. Like, I don't like it's like shorts. Squat. It's like a, it's, they're like shorts, but yeah. it's got a flap. Ooh, <laughs> a flap. Oh, I don't like this. I think I'm I'm pretty sure they're called squats. I, I don't know. I don't like it. I'm very disturbed by the term squat. Squat. I will bring this up with Brad, um, and I'm sure he will be equally disturbed. I'm sure his uh, close personal friend, Doctor Doom, has got a squat somewhere. A squat or two. <laughs> Maybe. They're very big in that area. <laughs> that's where that's where they're from did you not know oh well, i did not know this now i do <laughs> so that is this issue this <laughs> so now it's time to do a bit of tooting and a bit of booting not a bit of squatting because no. no oh uh, yeah you, you better see a doctor for that yeah if you squat yeah see a doctor uh who are you gonna toot and who are you gonna boot this week I think we all. <laughs> um, I mean, it does say in my notes, this is when Vix toots the exterminator. <laughs> oh my god, he's just too fabulous. And yeah. Uh, and who are you going to boot then if you're going to toot the exterminator? Um, I am going to boot the horrible claw feet that. Don't belong. I, they're like reptilian. Yeah. And it's they, like, they look like dinosaur well, like, feet. It's really weird. There was like at one point I was like, is it like maybe the artist was kind of like uh, forgot that he was drawing Catman and was draw, drawing like Birdman. Yeah. Maybe he got. But like, you, a bit you can see it's Catman because of like the the legs, you know. I think it just really it's... creeped me out. Yeah. A lot. And I didn't like it. I agree. Yeah. I um I I'm going to I'm also going to toot the exterminator because what a fabulous fine fellow he is. Um yes. or she is. <gasps> or they. Or they are. Mm-hmm. Uh but I am going to also give a mild tooting to Karen in her red dress and also her red in both of her Daredevil cosplays basically yeah her little outfits I didn't really like Debbie's I didn't really like Debbie's yellow dress I didn't think it went well with her hair I mean it is Hufflepuff colours but you know they've made her a little bit drab now that she's not this sort of like she's not like the sexy she's not the honeypot anymore yeah exactly which sucks you know yeah she's mm, yeah because like, she's now she's, a good girl like she can still be um you know jane russell uh yeah. and be a good girl absolutely like, why not? i agree but uh yeah she d- I didn't really like this outfit of hers which is a shame mm. but, you know um yeah so what about your um oh and i'm going to also boot um catman but not for your reasons. It was because... Oh, also a mild toot to Birdman's new outfit. And a boot to Catman, but it's because I missed his giant moustache. Yeah, like they took away his giant moustache and gave him reptile feet. I don't yeah. understand. It just wasn't as good a Catman costume as it was no. before. So, what about your panel of the week? I have two. So I've Ooh. got the one that I already mentioned... Um, just because it was so it was so striking in, in its simplicity, mm-hmm. and then my second one is the um, the, the room uh, in mm-hmm. the in the bar at the end because there's so much going on and it's just it's mad like everyone is a little bit there's some really weird body positions and Matt's face is <laughs> doing all sorts of things 
Um, but it was just a really nice panel because like you could look at it for quite a long time and still yeah. find something else in it, which I quite liked. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I I really like that panel at the end when he Birdman like attacks Debbie. I thought that was really good. I do like the one as well where Daredevil kicks all three of the unholy trio uh, swinging on his club in the first fight. I thought that was fun. Get touch. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's all good. Now we have to decide a very important decision. And this is where it gets difficult as to, you know, because we get into two parters and, you know, three parters yeah. and it's it's difficult. Where What are we going to do with this issue? Now, just to remind the listeners, if we thought this issue was utter trash, it is going in, uh, out of the window, not in the window, out of the window, Josie's bar, through the glass, um, out the window and it's going to land in an alleyway somewhere. Um, if we thought it was okay, we're going to toss it under the bar to maybe read later if we're bored. And if it was, we thought it was amazing, it's going in the vault. Uh, what do you think, Vix? I want to put this in the vault just because <gasps> the exterminator is so fabulous and it's his first appearance. I would have said under the bar, but I will go with in the vault just because just because yeah he's just too fabulous to go under the bar he, yeah he is he wouldn't he wouldn't he, be under he, the bar he needs to go chill with the plunderer so they can Ooh, be oh my god oh, oh my imagine? god that's your other tattoo <gasps> well especially because the plunderer we haven't seen his fabulous outfit yet which plunderer. i sent you yeah. Oh, in, I know the one you mean. It, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know the one I mean. Can you imagine that plunderer with this exterminator? <laughs> oh my I mean, god! I don't know if the world's ready for that. It'd be like the Grandmaster and the Collector teaming up. Oh, well, I mean, one of those is terrifying and one isn't. So. <laughs> I yeah, I, I know. Yeah. We, As, once we, again, listeners, to remind you, I have a phobia of Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yeah. so i i'm yeah this is the first appearance of the exterminator and therefore just because of his fabulousness i think he should go into the vault he's going in the vault yay right well now it is time for a very special um part of our podcast uh, which is known uh, to you and me and to everyone as Vix Predicts. You already saw a little, a little kind of little sneak at possibly sneak. next issue. A, a little. Oh, I'm gonna invoke some. Um... Euro trash, a little sneaky peeky. A little sneaky peeky. Sneaky at the next issue, <laughs> where maybe it's um, it's Matt or Daredevil getting shot with the T-ray. I mean, we don't know if that's going to happen. Um, but I will also give you the title, um, which is uh, is as follows: The Fallen Hero. <gasps> Does Matt fall down and he's not wearing his? Um, it's when he's dancing, he falls over. He's not. He's not wearing his um, old person's necklace with the button on. Help! I've fallen over. Oh, I, I, I was off. like, what? But I know what you mean. Yes. What is it called? I I don't know. Uh, senior alert button. He's wearing. <laughs> yeah, his senior alert. I know Steve Rogers has got one, well, he's but he's like hundred. Yeah, he's like an old man. Um, shall I give you a little sneaky peek about something very exciting about the next issue? Sneaky peeky. Sneaky peeky. Uh, I, I really want to watch Euro Trash now. <laughs> here's, here's a sneaky peeky for you, Vix. Okay. Um, it's lettered <gasps> by <gasps> Sam Rosen. Yeah. Oh, I thought you'd be excited. Fallen, fallen hero. See now all I can just I can just all I can picture is Matt like 
lying on his bathroom floor going, help, I've fallen over and I can't get out. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not funny. But, well, we will um, be joined by uh, uh, Elizabeth for this issue, which is very exciting. Um, and then the week after that, you actually get a week off. Because I'm not putting myself through it again, Claire. I'm yes, not doing it. Elizabeth and I are going to watch the Daredevil movie and do a commentary. <laughs> and Vix um, refuses. And the thought of doing that, I when you asked me, I actually died a little inside. <laughs> you had a visceral reaction. <laughs> I did. I, I had, like, yeah, a proper, my fight or flight kicked in. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, but I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be really fun. I haven't seen it in since I last time I saw that movie was when the Netflix show came out and we did a episode on the Daredevil movie, which you were on on Defenders podcast. Is that the last time you watched it? I think so. That's like five years ago. I know. Well, I've got other stuff to watch. Um, and that's my, like, and the, and the reason I'm not going to be doing it this time around is because the last time I did it, it was literally just me for an hour saying I fucking hate this movie. <laughs> and Claire, this is two and a half hours. I'm never going to get back. I mean, <laughs> so, I mean, at least it wasn't so, the theatrical cut, <sighs> and at least it wasn't the Electra movie. Which I I still can't remember if I've seen that or not. I'm just going to have to watch it. Or not. You're going to have to watch it, I, and we will watch it. I'm just going to have to watch it because, like, every time I think, have I have I seen the Electra movie? I just think, or am I thinking about an episode of Alias? I don't know. So now I'm just going to have to watch it, and I bet you what will happen. I'll get five minutes in and go, yeah, I've seen this and it was shit. Probably. <laughs> I mean, it's it's pretty bad. But also, the last time I saw the Electra movie was for Defenders podcast years ago, so. You know, mm. we could always watch that. Also, um, my co-host on other podcasts, Brad, has not seen Electra, I believe. So maybe uh-huh. I'll drag him along. <laughs> and Good luck never with that, speak Brad. to me again. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that was it for this week. So now it is time at the bar. Ding, 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 ding. Ring a ding, ding. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via Josie's Bar at reactionary-sass.com, on facebook.com at Josie's Bar Podcast, at Instagram or Twitter at Josie's Bar, or on Tumblr at josiesbarpodcast.tumblr.com. You can also call the SAS line 321-710-4947. Our other podcasts and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sass.com.